Morning, everybody. Welcome to another marketing podcast by Brisk Agency. It's a very, very wet, cold, dry Friday morning here in Exeter. I'm sure it is across most of the UK. And we can only apologise. We can only apologise that last week we didn't release an episode of the podcast. The truth is we've been super, super busy with our agency work that this had to be postponed. But this episode's a really exciting one. We've got some exciting news over the last week from within the marketing space. And we've also got seven steps in how you can map out an effective social media strategy. So with that in mind, I'm Liam Chick. I'm the founder, I'm the CEO of Brisk Agency. So let's dive into this episode of the Marketing Podcast. Okay, so the first bit of news this week is now that Twitter has announced that it's adding a new simplified option to pin a timeline of latest tweets. And what this means is Twitter is looking to, in effect, make it easier for people to access the latest tweets from users that they follow and brands that they support, businesses that they support. This new option, pin latest tweets, means that you can simply swipe across to see an algorithm-free tweet feed. And when you tap on a star icon to view tweets in reverse chronological order, you'll also have the option to pin your latest timeline, which will then add it as swipeable permanent alternative feed. This, in effect, addresses users' call for reverse chronological tweet feed. And while Twitter has sort of had this sorting option available since 2018, the added capacity to create a separate real-time stream of your latest tweets will make it even more accessible and, in effect, an easier way to avoid the algorithm sorting. Something that I know a lot of users, a lot of clients have struggled with over the last few years, the constant algorithm changes. This is a great move, I believe, for Twitter, almost like when Instagram released the um, follow the hashtag. This is a separate marketing tool and this is really exciting and I, I can't wait to see whether this will, in effect, pick up and be effectively optimised by brands. Okay, so let's talk about YouTube algorithms. This week, YouTube answers the most common questions about its recommendation algorithms to help improve channel performance. And if you're looking to get a better understanding of how YouTube systems work, and how you can maximise your performance with it, then this bit is exactly for you. YouTube's Rachel Alves has shared a new video on uh, the Creator Inside channel on YouTube, which sees Rachel, who works on YouTube's recommendation system, answer key questions. But if you didn't want to watch that video, and instead you're tucked up with a hot chocolate or at work listening to this podcast, then we'll answer 
just that. So here is a summary of the questions and answers. And the first question is, what's the best posting strategy to maximize channel performance? And Rachel says that YouTube's algorithms don't optimize based on how many videos a channel uploads. They never have. So there's no specific posting cadence that will work to maximize your performance. YouTube does, however, optimize recommendations for users based on how often they come back to your channel. So, of course, if the viewer or if the more a viewer watches content from your channel, especially regularly, the more likely your videos are to be recommended. As such, Rachel recommends building for the long term by focusing on your content as opposed to aiming for a specific number of uploads per day or per week. Okay, so the next question is, is it a bad strategy to create content related to trending searches due to the increased number of competing videos in these search results? And Rachel says that while there is definitely more competition for attention in trending content, That also means there's an increased viewer demand for videos related to these content, uh, these topics, sorry. She also said, if you think that you can create something from fresh, more entertaining, informative, or you have a unique take on the subject where you are, where you think that content is going to, in effect, stand out and differentiate among, among all other content, then go for it. Rachel does not, however, think that tapping into trends is genuinely a long-term strategy, as the viewers you attract will be based on the short-term and that instant, almost low-hanging fruit. Okay, so the next question is, does experimenting with new topics hurt your channel performance? And Rachel says that YouTube systems try to match viewers with individual videos that they're most likely to watch. So experimenting with new topics shouldn't hurt your performance in the algorithm recommendation sense. Though she did note that switching focus can be a challenge for retention. She also said if you're experimenting and you start developing audience that are totally distinct from each other, let's say you're making videos about uh, soup recipes and then you have a bunch of stuff about origami, you might want to split those into separate channels. Less for their discovery systems, but more just to help viewers so they don't have to search through and, and yeah, hopefully that makes sense. Okay, so the next question is, does deleting offensive and problematic comments have any impact on your video performance? And YouTube's video performance often correlates with the amount of comments, i.e. generate more comments and you're more likely to see increased video reach. The question then is, if you have a lot of comments, could deleting problematic comments actually reduce the reach of your upload? And Rachel says that YouTube's algorithm optimized for engagement with the video itself. So comment specifically, she said, quote, if you have fewer comments, it's not going to hurt your video's performance. So, yeah, delete them if you wish. 
that's an interesting note. And that's all that Rachel had to say on YouTube's algorithms. And I hope that has provided you with some insights. It certainly has for us. So yeah, hope that helped. Instagram stats. Now we all know that Instagram is one of the biggest social media platforms and the go-to for businesses, influencers and everyone else in between. However, from this week and reading through our like social listening tools, some of these stats might actually surprise you. The Instagram app alone has received over 3.8 billion downloads and more than 95 million photos and videos are published to Instagram every day. From our listening tools, we can see that users do actually spend on average 30 minutes per day using the app. And Instagram has an audience of over 1.3 billion annual lose, uh, users. 4 million of those businesses use Instagram story ads monthly. Those are some incredible stats. And you may look at that and think that Instagram is a populated market, but we look at that and think Instagram is an opportunity. Don't conform to the norm, stand out, and you have a huge, huge chance of reaching your target market. Okay, so the final part of this podcast, as it will be every week, is to provide some tips and tricks into marketing campaigns and this week it's creating a killer social media strategy brisk agency's top seven tips on doing just that on mapping out an effective social media campaign so this is ideal right if you're just getting started with a social media campaign for your business or you need help planning and formulating a strategy for success so the first thing we'd recommend is number one, determining your goals and determining your objectives. So set specific objectives and use me- use measurable KPIs, which are key performance indicators to determine success and return on investment. That's number one. Number two is put together a winning team, right? Something we pride ourselves on here at Brisk, but create a cross-functioning team that involves social media marketers, customer service, support, sales, etc. Because they all work together. The analogy Luke, who's our business development manager, always uses is that marketing is like car pistons. If all seven are working together, the car will go, the car will be fine. But if one breaks, it will jutter, it will halt, it will slow down. And I've always used that analogy. Okay, so number three is understand your audience. Put together target audience persona, such as buying behavior, online activity, social media engagement, etc. This isn't an ad, but we use social bakers to understand our customers, understand our clients customers a lot better 
And if you have the financial budget to invest in something like Social Bakers, we'd highly recommend it. Okay, so number four is look and listen. And it's very much what it says, right? It says, assess your own social media, then compare it to competitors to see what works and what doesn't. Number five is choose a platform. Now, depending on what your company does and who your target market is, focus your efforts on producing quality content for that social media platform. So our biggest platform to date and the one we see the most return on investment on is certainly Instagram. It helps us like showcase our client testimonials, our case studies, our offices, and it's the one we really focus on. Okay, number six is create a content plan and calendar. So research on optimal dates and times for posting, vary your content type with different CTAs, which is call to actions, and schedule your content ahead of time. One thing that works really well with social bakers and other listening tools is that you can see when your uh, customers, when your users are most engaged. Like on Instagram now, they've got the insights uh, button. And every time before we post, we'll always look at when the majority of our followers are on there to try and get the best results. Okay, the final one and number seven is monitor, engage, analyze and repeat. So optimize your best content, connect with your audience, track actions, adjust and do it all over again. And that's very much true, right? Monitor see what's working well, see what isn't, engage. If someone comments, reply within like 10 minutes. Obviously reply sooner if you can, but the longer you leave it, the algorithms do work against you. Analyze, look at the data, see what's worked well, see what hasn't, and then build a strategy for the following week and repeat. So yeah, that's Brisk Agency's top seven tips on creating a killer marketing campaign hey thank you so much for listening to this episode of the marketing podcast i hope you enjoyed it i hope we provided you with some insights and we'll certainly see you next week where i'm sure much more would have changed within the marketing world the marketing sphere the day things don't change is probably the day we don't have a business anymore so yeah we'll see you next week Have a great week. Have a great wet, rainy Friday. And yeah, enjoy. Take care. Thanks so much for listening.